BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Hey, guys, we got a great guest on the podcast today. His name is Don Jameson. I'm sure you've probably heard of him. He was on That Metal Show with Eddie Trunk and Jim Florentine. He has done radio stuff. He's uh, done work with HBO. I mean, this guy, man, he's done... A lot of shit, let's just say that. And it is always an honor to have him on the podcast and to call him a friend of Talking Metal. So stay tuned for my interview with Don Jameson. Before we do that, though, let's, uh, let's start off the show by giving a big thanks to the people who make this show happen. I'm talking about the patrons on Patreon, patreon.com slash Talking Metal. Join us there for discussion and for bonus podcasts and all sorts of other stuff. So, Stephen Saylor, thank you, sir. Steve Hoker, Mike Jones, Dan Gurwan, those guys are upper-tier dudes, those four dudes right there on Patreon. So thank you, guys. You guys rock. I also want to thank Jerry from Long Island, Metal Dan, Emma from Australia, Patrick Schwartzman. How are you, Patrick? Brad from Utah. Brad, what's up? Uh, thanks for the, the text, Brad. I, I see you're, you're picking up skiing again, huh, man? That's great. That's great. I, I, my knee right now is screwed up, so I'm not sure how much skiing I'm going to be doing this winter, but I loved getting the picture. So thank you, Brad. Maybe I'll see you at M3. Tommy Anderson, or is it Andresen? Andresen. Tommy Andresen? I'm not sure. Uh, Jason Seth, Jay Vaninsky, Matt Carroll, Drake, Sam Soupy, Fred Roots, Joe Ryan, Michael Street, Ron Embody, Stephen, Jean-Francois Blas, James Bennett, Ron Keel. Yeah, that Ron Keel. Uh, Mr. David S. Gray, Anthony Mackey, Richard Langridge, Leo from Alaska. Did I already say his name? Uh, Kenny McKiernan, Gregory, Adam Marr, and Jean Bouvoiry. That's all you guys. Thank you. You guys rock. Here's the episode. Hi, I'm Mark Striegel, host and producer of this show since 2005. On this episode, we're going to talk some rock, some metal, and anything else we feel like. We're also going to jam some tunes, have a drink, and share some honest opinions. Thanks for listening to the Talking Metal Podcast. Let's get things started. Here's an old classic that sounds just as good today as it did when we were kids. 
Hey, it's Mark Striegel. Welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal Podcast. Tuesday, Talking Metal Tuesday. We try to get these posted every Tuesday, and we've been doing that since 2005. We were picked up by Spotify, um, I don't know, probably, what, a couple years ago at this point? They started uh, distributing our RSS feed, the Talking Metal Podcast uh, subscription RSS feed, and now they have pulled us off. And <laughs> I will talk about this a little further later because, honestly, I'm not, I'm not real happy about it, and I am wondering if this is a sign of things to, to come. So let's talk about that later. But let's first mention that we heard some Thin Lizzy coming into the uh, podcast here uh, with John Sykes on guitar, Thunder, Thunder, Lightning. Wow, Thunder and Lightning. Such great stuff. And I know Don Jameson is a big fan of Thin Lizzy. Massive fan. Far bigger fan than I am. I'm, I'm, I'm like a... I don't know if I'd be considered a casual Thin Lizzy fan, but Don is the extreme opposite of that. He's hardcore. He loves that band. And one thing I love about Don is he always makes me laugh, whether the microphone is on or off. When you're hanging in a bar with him just chatting, he is always an entertaining guy to to talk with. And wow, his fourth comedy record is coming out on Metal Blade, and he's going to tell us all about this record. I'm looking at it right now. It is great. I've heard it. He gave me a physical copy of it when we hung out. Uh, you got to pick this up. I, uh, February 21st, I believe, is the day it comes out. So do yourself a favor and, and pick it up. Let's let's hear from Don right now. This is an interview that I did. Emily was with us. Uh, we were hanging out at Dingbats, and we went across the street to Dingo's, I think it's called. Hung out there, too. Uh, these are two bars in Clifton, New Jersey, and they have live music at, at Dingbats, a great and... Uh, somewhat famous New Jersey rock club, I would say. So let's, uh, yeah, let's get into this interview right now with Don Jameson. Hey, it's Mark Striegel of Talking Metal, and we are here at Dingo's across the street from Dingbats, where Don Jameson is hosting a night of great bands. Don, welcome back to Talking Metal. How are you, man? Hey, great to see you and uh, Emily again, as always. Great to see you, too. And great to hear your new record, Metal Blade, sent me a link to it today, and you're giving me the, the physical copy right now and a very familiar album cover, Denim and Laughter. Biff approved of this cover? Yeah, well, yeah. I, you know, um, Biff likes his red wine. Yes. And um, after a couple of bottles, I did mention to him that <laughs> I was probably going to steal the artwork to one of his classic albums yeah. and, and got him to agree under the influence. So uh, we, we took it a step farther and did the whole packaging based on that. And then um, I was actually going to have the guys in the band, the guitarists, do kind of a knockoff version of Denim and Leather. Right to do the intro and the outro on the record, but they had come and gone into the studio, um, but their producer, Andy Sneap, was still there. Okay. So I was emailing with Andy, and, and he goes, no, they're not coming back. They're done. And I was like, do you mind laying something down for okay, me? Okay, so that little intro track at the very it's beginning Andy Sneap, Andy. yeah, wow, who's now awesome. in Judas Priest. Yes, that's awesome. So That's awesome. And the album is coming out on Metal Blade. It'll be out soon on February 21st. Yep. And this is what the fourth record with Metal Blade, fourth stand-up album. Yeah. yeah, wow, wow. And the history with them. Can we talk a little bit about that? I mean, how did you first uh, meet up with Brian? How did you get involved with uh, with Metal Blade? Because obviously, 
you're one of what a few com- comedians who've had releases on Metal Blade. Yeah, three of us. Uh, myself, Jim and he Farr mentions team, you in the book. I read Jim Brewer. I, I, yeah. Well, I'm, I recently read um, Brian's book, Brian Slagle's book, and he the mentioned Metal Blade yeah, book, yeah, 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 for the sake of yep, heaviness. Yeah. Yeah, I tell you, man. You know, um, one, once making CDs became something you could do in your bedroom and. And uh, you could kind of DIY it for comedians. Right. Every comic was putting out albums, but I always, I just, I still wanted that connection, that extra kind of thing. Yeah. And I had found it with Metal Blade because, um, obviously, besides being a fan of the label and its bands, you know, since I was a teenager, um, I hadn't met Brian. And then I went on the road and opened for his band, Charred Walls of the Damned. Okay, right. Which is Tim Rip Rowans and Richard Christie. Yes. And he came and saw a couple of the shows. He's like, man, I right. I, I haven't seen a comedian open for a band in a long time. He goes, yep. you know, if you have um, if you have enough for a full album, I'd love to do a deal with you. That was also a night of drinking red wine. So um, I seem to be doing good. If, if people are drinking red yeah. wine, they want to be in business with me somehow. Yeah, right on. <laughs> and we've been uh, putting out albums together for the last eight years. Awesome. And... Again, the album is Denim and Laughter. It's coming out February 21st on Metal Blade. Don Jameson, it's a comedy record. It's great stuff. I heard it today, and uh, it was recorded in L.A. this time. I know the last one was recorded in your kind of neck of the woods of Jersey. What's, What's the difference? Is it a big difference between the L.A. crowd and the Jersey crowd? Yeah. Well, I like to do all my albums in places where... You get the vibe of where the album's recorded. Right. You know, a lot of comics, you know, they'll pack out a theater and they'll get these huge laughs and uh, it sounds amazing, right? But you don't know if it's Boston, Dallas, Fiji, the Bahamas. It could be anywhere, right? So I always try to do mine in a specific place with a specific vibe. So this place in L.A., um, you know, I could have done it at a comedy club. Yeah. But a friend of mine owns a speakeasy. Wow. Literally an illegal club right. in L.A. And I thought, boy, that'll add some excitement yeah. to doing comedy, you know, knowing we might be raided at any moment. Yeah. And um, it came out exactly how I, I thought, man. It's recorded in, 40, in front of 40 hardcore fans, and it's the perfect vibe. I, you know, I love doing it in that setting. Everybody had a great time. We didn't get raided by the cops. Good. And <laughs> we made a record out of it. Absolutely. And it's a great record. And... As a comedian, I mean, you do this on the record. You you pick out people in your crowd, and sometimes you poke a little fun at them. You know, yeah. duck, the Duck Dynasty guy or whatever. Do you, when you're doing this, I would be nervous about somebody. I mean, I think there's a lot of us that can laugh at ourselves, but there's some of us that can't. Yeah. And what happens to you as a comedian when you get that guy who doesn't laugh? You you kind of poke a little fun at him, and he, he doesn't laugh. You I mean, check the reaction, right? You know, and you go from there. You yeah. Know, I had a guy the other night in the club. I mean, he was a dead ringer for Bernie Sanders. Right, right. But but I was, you know, I wasn't sure because everybody's so triggered these days, especially yeah. with politics. Yeah. But I went for it, and even his his wife just started. She doubled over. Yeah. She's like, everyone calls him that. And, yeah. And, and, the, and then the whole audience laughed because it was like, okay, you know. And was he laughing? It was, 
then yeah, he yeah. started laughing. Yeah. yeah. So then I knew it was okay, and I called him Bernie the rest of the night. Right. And, and poked a lot of fun in it, and he was fun. But then sometimes, yeah, sometimes you hit somebody, and you could tell it's not going over with them. Right. So you just move on. You lay off. All. Yeah, yeah. You know, but but I knew doing the record that these were all fans of mine. Yeah, they were going to be. So okay. the guy who looks like he's in Duck Dynasty, I knew yeah. he'd be all right. And another guy in there looked like he was Gallagher. Right, I right, right. Him. Yeah. <laughs> Said if he wanted to come up and do the watermelon bit, he yeah. could. Yeah, smash it. So we had a lot of fun with that. But, yeah, you never know, man. Like we talked off mic, and, you know, everyone's triggered these days. So. Yeah, and, you know, in the wife beater bit on the album, and I think there's another one, PC Bands, you get into that. And it's something Emily and I have spoken about a lot. It's just like the climate today, it's, it's just – the, the political correctness seems like it's so ridiculous and it drives me crazy that that it's like you're you're afraid to say certain things and I mean as a comedian no. it's refreshing to hear you address that because I feel like there's so many comedians that want to stay clear of that and, and ride the line and can you talk a little bit about where we're at now in this culture with political correctness yeah well I also because you know, I also want to make a point to people that it's so you can still joke about stuff, but, you know, we're just going to be, you know, I'm going to just be really absurd about it. Right. You know, it's to, to make the point of, hey, aren't we all getting a little uptight here? And I, I, want to, I want to do that to put people at ease and make them feel like, oh, yeah, we're all adults. Right. We're in a nightclub having a good time. You know, he's right. We don't have to. You know, the way he the way I hopefully I put it to people, they kind of go, oh, yeah, you know, we can't call illegal you know you can't say illegal aliens but you wouldn't call aliens from space mexicans right. yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah so i try to make it so absurd that even the most uh triggered person sort of goes all right yeah I right. Get it. that's cool yeah 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 and besides the re the the brand new album which again is denim and laughter by don jameson out on metal blade february 21st let's talk about what else you're up to you're always doing gigs and shows like tonight at dingbats but you also have that jameson show can you talk a little bit about what that is and where we can find it yeah it's uh, basically that metal show without eddie and jim <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and um i've been guesting on um compoundmedia.com um they have a bunch of comics on there with shows most notably anthony cumia one half of opie and anthony right yep and he created this network where because he you know Obviously, he's a guy that was a, a shock jock on radio for many years. And, and you know, when this whole thing with free speech started to become, well, it's not really free speech anymore. Yeah. He just said, I'm going to go make my own network. He and Opie had broken apart. And so, um, you know, they were like, you know, we have a bunch of comics or shows on here. Some are political. Right. Um, but we don't have anything that's kind of a comic that talks about rock. And so I've been I've done 35 shows with them now. I have 35 oh, cool. one-hour shows. And, and they're videos and podcasts. It's a video cast. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a subscription service, but there's right. some freebies up on uh, on YouTube. So if you type in that Jameson show, like I just interviewed Mark Morton from Lamb of God. Right, I saw that. We You're just cool. put that one up on um, YouTube for free so people could check it out. Cool. And if they dig it, they can buy a day pass and, and see my show every Tuesday at 2.30. And, right. Or you could just keep watching the freebies on YouTube. Absolutely. And I saw you tweeted a uh, retweeted, maybe it was a picture of Matt Pinfield recently. And I, yeah. I recently read his book, too, which I don't know if you've read that. But it's, it's a really good read, especially the, the whole Jersey music scene and stuff and him coming up in MTV. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that, you know, from from your time there. 
Um, any memories of Matt back in the day? Because that that picture you tweeted was was great. I mean, he was already bald at like age. No, Matt. I always something. say yeah. I tell people. Yeah. You know, I've known Matt since 1985. Yeah. And he looked exactly the same in right. 1985. Right. Um, and and had the same. Uh, breadth of knowledge as well in terms of the music uh, music business. Right. Yeah, we were on the same college radio station together, and yeah, I we tweeted, I retweeted his photo of um, being at WRSU at Rutgers University, and uh, he hasn't changed a bit. He right. <laughs> he was, uh, you know, one of the best music minds back then, as he still is, and uh, he also had no hair back then either. Right. Yeah. So he really hasn't changed all that much. Yeah, definitely a great guy, and uh, I know he had an accident like a, a year or so ago. He seems to be doing well. Yeah, it's, I'm glad. I haven't seen him in a few years, so I'm glad. Um, that is the one nice thing about social media when people aren't yelling at each other and right. pretending they're outraged. You can actually catch up with people and go, "Oh, good. You know, Matt's doing well. I'm really happy for that." So. Absolutely, me too. So, craft beer. One of the I got I got a kick out of the uh, the bit on the record where you just you seem to have a lot of anger about yeah. people who drink craft beer. You're a Bud Light guy, a Coors Light guy, Mil- Miller Light. Miller Light. Okay. Well, Mark, that was the thing on the, my last record. The whole through line was about six Miller Lights. Right. Where when people ask me what I want to drink yeah. after shows, they'll go, oh, I'm gonna, that was a great show. I'm going to buy you a beer. What do you want? I go, I'll take six Miller Lights. Yeah. That's the through line for the whole album. So for the last two years, every time I perform, I end up getting six Miller Lights after the show. Right. But then people would try to buy me craft beers. And I'm like, oh, I hate this. You know, I don't want, you know, I don't want do you le- really, lemon. Do you, is it, or, do you really hate the taste of it? Or is it just... The idea of it. It's just hate. my it's just my lack of good taste buds, really. Okay. Then, right. then any that I can't really appreciate it. Right. Okay. But I tie you know I tie it in with the whole hipster thing, and you know I don't want to grow a neck beard and have a man right. bun. Yeah, you know, no, it's very because I drink yeah. Blue Moon, you know, yeah. and all that yeah. stuff. But, but uh, honestly, um, you know. Every, my favorite beer is a free beer, so if, yeah. you, if you wanted to buy me a Blue Moon right now, I'd probably okay. drink it. Fair <laughs> enough. Again, the album is Denim and Laughter by Don Jameson. It's out February 21st. Definitely pick up a physical copy. We'll have it linked in today's show notes on TalkingMetal.com, TalkingRock.net. And I guess we'll, we'll let you get back. I know you're hosting bands across the street. Yeah. And what else is going on in the immediate future? Are you doing any more touring? Are you heading out on the road? Yeah, I'm going to go to the U.K. and Europe for the first time. Nice. And I'm going to open for Biff Byford from Saxon. Awesome. He's got a solo album out. And uh, I'm going to go and uh, open those shows with him. And I'm really so excited about that. So you'll be playing solo shows outside of Saxon? Yep. Wow. Cool, yeah, yeah. Cool. You know, doing um, obviously some Saxon songs, right. songs from his solo album, some covers. Right. And uh, yeah, and he asked me to come over and do it. And it was all a good tie-in with, with my album, doing the, the parody of the Saxon. And I'm excited, man, doing um, England, Scotland, France, wow. Belgium, Germany, Switzerland, and Sweden. And do you have to tailor the jokes a little bit for that demographic and culture i have no idea right okay. <laughs> okay, fair enough. we'll have a follow-up when i get back all right sounds good thank you don as always thank great you for seeing support, you man. and uh thanks for giving us so much great material and and comedy with your cds again the album denim and laughter out february 21st on metal blade by don jameson thank you that was my interview with don jameson conducted last friday in clifton new jersey 
And of course, the new record on Metal Blade is Denim and Laughter. A big nod to the Denim and Leather album by Saxon uh, with the packaging pretty much <laughs> looking identical to the the Saxon album. It's It's a great listen and... Really funny stuff. I mean, I legitimately uh, mean that. I I want you guys to do yourself a favor and give yourself a laugh and listen to this stuff. And it is, uh, it is, I think my favorite Don Jameson album yet. Although the other ones were quite good too, but this is uh, this is definitely a good one. So so go check that out out on Metal Blade in uh, really really soon actually on February twenty first. I want to say. Yes, just double-checked that, February 21st. I was supposed to have an interview with my my other friend, John Wiederhorn, on this episode, but it just got canceled for the second time. He's got a new book out called Raisin Hell, which I've started reading, although I'm really into one of his older books right now, uh, the Al Jorgensen book, which I've been reading on and off again for the last year, but now I'm just on a roll with it. It's so good. Uh, Al Jorgensen's autobiography. If you hear Emily singing in the background that she's auditioning for a part in a local theater group. Actually, she already auditioned. She got a call back. So that's what that is. And I blew out my knee. Otherwise, I'd probably walk into the other room and tell her to be quiet while I record this. But it is uh, tough getting up and down. Yeah, I blew out my knee in the summer and then I ended up in the emergency room. They put a brace on it and after about two weeks of wearing the brace or less, it was like miraculously better and it's been great. And then all of a sudden, I don't know what the frick happened. I just woke up and it was, it was like throbbing and in pain, uh, again. So the brace is back on and man, I, you know, I, I walk pro like three miles a day and then I'll get on the treadmill. I'm, I'm a very active person. So to be inactive is definitely a, a bummer. So I'm hoping that this uh, knee gets back in shape real, real soon. And on that note, let's hit another song. I'm going to come back and talk about Spotify in just a bit. This is newer Queensryche off the Verdict album. Been out a little while at this point. And it's an album when it came out, you know, I wasn't like completely going crazy over it. I listened to it um, a couple times, but it wasn't until my friend Stephen Saylor sent me the physical copy recently that I've really dove into this record and this is a, a cut well into the album the, it's called bent and i love this song man listen listen to this little rhythmic thing they do with the the guitar and and drums i don't know i love like the timing of how the chords just hit you on this at the beginning it's called bent again by queensrike off the verdict Yeah. 
Queensryche with Todd LaTorre. Good stuff. I really, really am enjoying that album. Great, great music. Awesome. And it took me a while. Like I said, I wasn't a, I wasn't totally into it at first. I, I liked it, but you know, there's something to be said about having the physical CD and listening to it in your car and not having you know Spotify or something with thousands of songs on it. Being really forced to dive into a record. Because sometimes you discover stuff that you might not have the patience for otherwise. And that song, Bent, is a perfect example. Wow, I love that song. And speaking of Spotify, yeah, so we got picked up by Spotify. When I say we, I mean Talking Metal, a couple years back. And they've been distributing our podcast via the RSS feed, which is how you get podcasts. And so anyways, they've taken us off. Now, I haven't gotten any count information on why they they removed Talking Metal, but they removed a bunch of podcasts. And the common thread seems to be that the podcasts they removed play music. And again, this is not 100%, um, what's the word? Like, like, this is all kind of speculation on my, my part, but, and the parts of other people. Uh, who are podcasters. But yeah, so all these podcasts were removed off of Spotify. People seem to, somebody told me that it was because Universal Music, one of the biggest music companies, told Spotify that they can't play, ha, you know, host podcasts that play music. Uh, and that would be because, you know, you can't, there's a sound recording right to the music. Uh, there's publishing, there's everyone wants to scrape every little penny they can off of what they feel they're entitled to legally. And so basically Spotify has removed a lot of great shows, including this one. And is that going to hurt our listenership? Yes. Hell yes. Yeah. I mean, people get our podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and then Spotify, you know, so... Is this a, a thing to come? I mean, I've been doing this since 2005, playing music since 2005. Is this the is Apple and Google going to follow suit and remove podcasts from their platforms that play music, quote unquote, illegally? Maybe. I don't know. And when that does happen, guys, I'm done. Okay? That's the end of Talking Metal. I'm not doing a show like... like you know, all these other freaking boring podcasts where the guy sits there, plays no music and just talks and interviews people. I'm not doing that. And I know some of you said, oh, well, yeah, you should adjust the show. No, no, I'm not on podcast one. This isn't a corporation. This is a guy sitting in his basement right now, literally. And I'm not being told what to do. This is a freaking hobby. I, you know, listen, I, I appreciate that we have some people throwing some money at us on Patreon. That's awesome. That's awesome. It really is. It really is. The, the PayPal donations, it's awesome. But at the end of the day, am I, am I even breaking even with this thing? Probably not, you know, if I go through all the expenses. And, and I'm not, listen, I'm not complaining because I love doing it. I love playing music for you guys. I love doing the interviews. But I'm not going to be told what to do you know and people are like well you can you don't have to be distributed by spotify well yeah that's true but once apple music and google follow suit if that happens 
the listenership of this is going to be nothing. And I'm not doing this to talk to myself. Really, I'm not. I'm not. I, this is, this is, I love sharing interviews, sharing talent, talented people with you guys via interviews. People like, you know, Jordan of Rad and, and Don Jameson doing some great comedy and all the different people. Uh, Savy, who we spoke with, you know, last year and so many fun interviews that I've done and so many fun people that I've met and shared their music on this podcast. Do we contact ASCAP and BMI to clear the music? No, because we're not making any money, so we have no money to give them. What I will tell you is through the years, bands have begged me to play their music. Even Sony has asked that we play play clips of their music. You know, so now things are changed and coincidentally as all the music podcasts have disappeared off of, uh, Spotify now they are hosting podcast one stuff so is that a coincidence who knows yeah I, I don't know but I, I'm not going to do this show for nobody and I'm not going to do this show without music so there you go and if, if, it, if it comes to the point I will continue to do this show but if it comes to the point where people are telling me what to do with my hobby I'm not going to do my hobby if my hobby is is so horrible and so illegal that people are trying to shut me down and threaten me legally and and dropping my my RSS feed from their platforms I'm done I'm out I'm out seriously this is a labor of love guys and I love doing it for you and I want to continue to do it for you in the format that we've always done this in, in the format that shows that we love this music and we promote this music. We play you stuff you're not going to hear. You think you're going to hear Bent by Queensryche on Sirius XM? Nope. There's no place that fits in there. Liquid Metal's not going to play that. I love Liquid Metal. I love Sirius XM. I, I seriously do. But is there any station that's going to play that song for you? No, there, there isn't. That's fine. That's what we have podcasts for. Really. But when Universal is coming after people trying to, I mean, it's just, it's like they're shooting themselves in the fucking foot. Like, really, really. So, yeah, I'm not happy about the Spotify thing, but that's where we're at. Let's hit one more song and we're out, okay? Thank you for your support, as always, guys. This is Heartbreaker by Dirty Honey, another band you're not going to hear on the radio. Thank God for podcasts, right? All right, here we go. Dirty Honey, take us out. You tell me that you need me in the dead of the night, the dead of the night, only to deceive me in my worried mind, my worried mind. But if you take my shackles